Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another Nintendo News Minute. I'm your host, N64 Josh, and we are going to jump right into this thing. Sharp is supplying LCD displays for a new console as fans await Switch successor. We're taking a look at a Nintendo Life article here. It says, we've been involved in its R&D stage. Let's jump into the article. It says, following Nintendo's confirmation that the Switch's momentum is indeed slowing down, as we head into fiscal year 24, speculation over the eventual Switch successor is naturally starting to grow exponentially. We've been talking about it right here on this show. To add fuel to the fire, uh, company Sharp has confirmed that it is supplying LCD displays for a new gaming console though it obviously refrained from going into any specific details. According to Bloomberg, via VGC, CEO Robert Wu confirmed that Sharp is working with an unnamed company on the development of a new gaming console since the R&D stage and that it plans to launch pilot LCD panels production lines for the device this fiscal year. Of course, the device in question may not be the successor to the Switch, and the unnamed company may not be Nintendo, but Sharp is known to have worked with Nintendo in the past. 
Most recently, Nintendo partnered with Sharp to increase production of the Nintendo Switch in order to satisfy the growing demand. So what does this mean? To me, everything's pointing towards a new Switch. We talked about it a little bit last night while we were talking about Tears of the Kingdom. We don't have a lot on the Nintendo front coming up. It seems a little strange. You know, even when they're from their financials, they talked about Pikmin 4, Metroid Prime 4, DLCs. And that was uh, essentially it. It just seems so strange that they're not talking about anything for the rest of this year. And why is that? What, what direction is the Switch heading towards the end of its life cycle? We got to see a very successful launch to the Switch in 2017. But are we going to see something similar with the next console? Is this going to be a Switch Pro? Are they going to call it the new Switch and only make the newer games run on it and have a second skew? I have so many questions about the direction that Nintendo is going to go. It seems to me that they, you know, they caught lightning in a bottle. Can they do it again? What if they just upgraded the the tablet itself better screen better processors more ram all the all the things so that it could run games at a solid you know 1080 60 and and then maybe with the dock and the the power of the tablet get up to 4k on tv i would honestly be disappointed if they moved away from the hybrid system the switch has been like it's so fantastic being able just to you know take it on the go if you want or be able to to stream your games and and play them right on your right on your TV. So I hope this I, I hope whatever we're seeing, honestly, the direction I'm hoping is that we go towards a pro and that some of these games that have dynamic resolution already, like Rocket League and others, that they will be able to take advantage of the horsepower of the newer system. At the same time, I don't want to stay in the same family for too long because there are games that I wouldn't mind seeing sequels too. I'm looking at Smash Bros, right? For one particular reason, a deluxe version of Smash Bros Ultimate with a better online component would be perfect. I don't necessarily need anything new from Smash, but just better online. It's a great game as is. Of course, new stages, some more Nintendo characters. I'm I'm all here for it. I'm I'm definitely here for it. But this, uh, this is kind of just adding to the overall hype and uh, speculation about a new console from Nintendo coming soon. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I, I see it a lot, especially on the Xbox side of, uh, of gaming Twitter. A lot of handhelds being released that you can play Game Pass on. Other companies have definitely taken notice of what the Switch has done. And we're seeing, I mean, even Steam. We're, we're seeing lots of devices very similar to it. So I would say there's this is the time that Nintendo needs to continue to set themselves apart from, from everybody else. We know that power and you know bleeding edge tech has never been their thing because they're a profit first company. I mean, I don't blame them. That's good business. But a Switch that could really handle Call of Duty even Madden, just modern games, like all the modern games, Jedi Fallen or Jedi Survivor. 
I'd be here for it. I would be, I would be on board. So whatever it is that Sharp's working on, hopefully it is something for Nintendo and hopefully we see something soon. But the question I have for you in the comment section, do you think we see a brand new system altogether that's backwards compatible with Switch games? Or does Nintendo keep the Switch line going for another few years? I'm leaning that direction, honestly, but I wouldn't mind seeing some games either get some major updates, including more DLC, looking at you, Smash, or if it's a new console, they can launch right away with games like Mario Kart 9, we can assume, a deluxe version of Tears of the Kingdom with you know, higher resolutions and better frame rates. All that is a very, very real possibility nintendo still wants to move 15 million switch units before april of next year so we aren't going to hear anything until they're much closer to release and according to this article within this fiscal year lcd panels will be in the production lines for the device fall of next year we see a new switch device new nintendo handheld I mean, they're doing LCDs, so we can we can assume that it's a that it's a handheld hybrid system. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Moving on over, Nintendo Life again. Atui announces four in one Zio Muds Switch eShop bundle. Publisher Atui has announced a tasty new Switch eShop bundle for North America, which includes four of its catalog in one handy package. The games include Mutant Muds Deluxe, Mutant Muds Super Challenge, Mudblocks, and Zeo Drifter. The bundle will be available from today for a special launch, launch price of $14.99, saving you a cool 40% off the regular price of $24.99. At the moment, the bundle is only available in North America, though Atui confirms it will be available in Europe at a later date. Here's some of the information for the games included. Mutant Mud Deluxe, uh, our Hero Max, uh, Must may be just a 2d sprite but he can leap into third dimension by jetting between the background and the foreground of play fields with his trusty jetpack in this unique dimensionally woven experience mutant muds here comes the challenge mutant muds super challenge over 40 levels filled with malicious mutant muds this adventure is designed for super players featuring a host of new platforming challenges and unique boss fights that will test your skills mud blocks max mud busting Work is never done. A muddy horde of mutants is rising up from below in block form. Throw water bombs down to wash them away. You can even use the multicolored mud blocks against them and anything goes. Zeo Drifter. Zeo Drifter is the story of an interstellar drifter traveling the stars on a simple mission of exploration. You join our nomad as he embarks on the investigation of a small cluster of four planets on the Omega Sector after a collision with a rogue asteroid after a collision with a rogue asteroid damaged his warp core. So there you go. There's a nice little, uh, nice little bundle there from, from a Tui. If you guys, if you're picking this one up, let me know in the comments below 1499 for four games is a, is a very good price. And I know these are, these are beloved games. And uh, I, I think I've, I think I've dabbled a little bit in, uh, in mutant mud, just, just a little bit. I love the pixel art for sure. Lastly, because we got a ton of Zelda coverage today, but it's going to be in separate shows. We got more dev interviews to do, and we've got a uh, review roundup to do as well. So 
Whew, there's a lot. Uh, let's give you a very, very busy day. I also recorded a new episode of Pokey News Now with DJ. So if you guys want to go check that show out, it is available on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Lastly here, GQ's top 10 video games of all time. Now, this is from MyNintendoNews.com, and they got a top 10 list of the top 10 games of all time. And so here's what it says. The, the way they selected the 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 selection process greatest games of all times list have for all time gone the same way a team of video game journalists sit down and put together ranking the most uh ranking that is almost predetermined a seemingly um conical hall of fame that attempts to cover off as many bases as possible here at gq we thought we'd embrace chaos instead rather than shuffle ocarina of time dark souls and ico across the big list according to our own whims we decided to get our friends involved. So we gave the industry at large a blank canvas on which to determine their own criteria of best to see where the chosen games differ. This is interesting. I like that it's not, it's not just journalists. They got industry devs involved on this, okay? So uh, where the games differ and where they're similar to traditionally accept, accepted canon. That meant gathering together a massive collective of our favorite developers, streamers, directors, and journalists in the business. Think of it as an Avengers Assemble moment. Each voter had one task. Pick a personally ranked top 10 list. A game in, in first received 10 points. A game in 10th received one point. We invited 300 individuals to participate and received 239 final lists with an incredible 652 games receiving one vote or more. Our winner not only received the most votes, but also placed in people's number one more than any other rival. This is this is pretty cool. This is I like this. I like this. This isn't just the, this isn't just the journalists getting together and doing their thing just for clicks. This is uh, this is you know let's 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 survey three hundred people and see and see what happens here. And the comment section is not having it either. Give you an idea. It says, no Elden Ring. Surprised it didn't crop the, crack the top 10. No Final Fantasy 7 or 9. Crazy. Uh, somebody said this list might change after tomorrow, showing a, a arrow and a, and a shield or a bone arrow and a shield. Um, another, another commenter says, this list is LOL. They didn't include Skyrim, Final Fantasy 7, Resident Evil, Halo, or Mario. You're telling me Tetris is number three and these games aren't even top 10 material. <laughs> Salt. A little bit of a little bit of salt. So here we go. Number 10, Half-Life 2. Number nine, Dark Souls. Number eight, Portal 2. So Half-Life 2, I've played a, a decent amount. Dark Souls, I've played some, enjoyed it. Portal 2, played the first one. Don't think I played the second. Metal Gear Solid is number seven. Never touched it. Mass Effect 2 fantastic game is at number six the witcher three only played a little bit on the best version ever which is on the switch number four is bloodborne haven't touched it. it's a playstation exclusive but i hear really good things and the i mean from 239 final lists this it's pretty crazy that these are the these are the games we're seeing number three is tetris which i mean can you go wrong with tetris really it's like a game that you could play forever and probably not really get tired of it Number two is The Last of Us, which is it's so on my list. I really, really, it's not, I don't own it, but it's still in my backlog. That's what I'm saying. All right. And lastly, the number one game is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 
And that's really no, no surprise, honestly. It doesn't really surprise me at all. So how did this top 10 rank for you? What would be your number one? What would be your number 10? Let me know in the comments what your top 10 games of all times would be. I would love to, uh, I'd love to see some of them. Maybe we'll put one. If you guys go into the comment section of this video or on your podcast player and you leave your top 10, I will, I will put together a show where we all kind of rank our own top 10, or maybe we do something very similar to this where, uh, where I'm going to, I'm going to put out a form where you guys can all fill out and we'll see, we'll see which, which games rank the highest. Cause I'm just curious within our community. What would be number one and what would be number 10 and how many Nintendo games would just dominate that list for me personally, Halo would have to be on there. It would have to be on there. Probably Halo two. Honestly, it's, it's tough. So many, so many good, so many hours spent playing that game, laughing land parties online, all the above, just fantastic. So that's tough from such a, you know, as many games as there are in the wild, it's tough trying to pick 10, not an easy task whatsoever. So let me know your 10, if you can, in the comment section, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all so much. You are helping me live my dreams and I am, I am beyond grateful. So thanks again for everything. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye now.